Hi, I'm Christine, and welcome to the 5 Foot 5 and Growing Podcast, a podcast where I dig deep, do some difficult self-reflection, try to learn from my past, all the while trying to become the woman I want to be, whoever she is. I haven't figured that out yet, hence the podcast. So please join me on this new journey of discovery and hopefully growth. Figuratively, of course, I'm 5 foot 5 inches tall. That doesn't mean I still can't grow. Welcome back to the latest episode of the 5 Foot 5 and Growing Podcast. This is Christine. How's everybody doing? This is episode 23, I believe. Might be 24. That's sad. I should know better. Anywho... I hope everybody is doing well. It is Thursday, November 14th, and we are squarely into week 10 of the 5 foot 5 and growing fourth quarter quest. And um yeah, good times. Good times. I haven't been working out uh, the way I originally planned uh, for the turkey trot that is in 14 days exactly two weeks from today uh, it is cold in central New York and we had a little snowstorm the other day you know your girl don't do well outside in the cold uh, I can give you snow I will take snow all day but that cold that hawk that brick nah mm-mm starting to regret signing up for a turkey trot maybe my 5k uh goal should have been something in the spring maybe i don't know but they already took my 29 dollars, and i want my free t-shirt so i'll be there on thanksgiving if i gotta walk the whole thing and it takes me an hour to walk three miles and it takes me an hour uh, as someone once told me the goal is to finish And I have a tendency not to do that. So, I'll be there. Uh, One of the things I have been doing uh, that hasn't been walking or jogging outside. um, Back, um, (sighs) the horrible summer that was 2014. um, I had found a little groove, a very small window of... Um, consistency and discipline also poverty Uh, I didn't have a ton of money and the money I did have I actually used it to pay my rent um, and put gas in my car and I didn't have much money to do much else so there wasn't a whole lot of eating out as I like to do anywho um, I did push-ups at work every time I went to the kitchen to get water or food I would kind of lean up against the counter and do push-ups. Try to do 20 push-ups. And then um, after a couple days, I decided to make a little sticky note grid to keep track of it all. So how many things of water I had, how many push-ups I had. Every time I went to the bathroom, I did 20 squats. That was short-lived because I kept hurting my knees, but the point was there. And then I... um, I finished push-ups, squats, I 
I feel like there was something else. Push-up squats and water? That might have been it. Anywho, so last week, um, I started doing that again. I thought it would be a nice, uh, nice way to kind of get some exercise in at work. And also keep track of, or a way to keep track of, you know, a little bit of exercise since it was so freaking cold. Um, it's not the coldest ever, but, you know like 10 days ago 70 degrees I'm just saying I think it was like rainy and 60 on Halloween maybe and now we're looking at snow and you know 8 degrees wind chill it's just central New York just surprise winter comes anywho so I've been doing push ups so every time I go to the bathroom throughout the day um I fill up my water bottle, my little 20 ounce water bottle, and I try to do push-ups at my desk. So I started last Tuesday, I want to say, Tuesday or Wednesday. I was going to do squats, but I felt like I would be a little awkward at my desk. Um, but I've been doing pretty good. I've been averaging about 60 push-ups a day. So I try to do 15 at a time, give or take, how the arms feel. And I try to get at least three of my water bottles down. Um, I have a tendency to not drink anything after lunch. It's really weird. But um, that's actually been pretty good. So I've done that. I didn't get a chance to do that Monday and Tuesday at work because we had some mandatory training sessions that we had to sit for hours upon hours on end. So Monday and Tuesday were a wash, but the last couple days I've got my push-ups in. Um, I think I knocked out 65 today and yesterday, I believe. So I'm doing pretty good. I feel I feel a little stronger. You know, I feel like the muscles are trying to pop through the fat so I got the genius idea on Tuesday to do uh, a little mini workout at the crib because me and the nephew were supposed to go to the gym but when I got home from work my man was eating dinner and I was like bruh you not how are we supposed to go work out and you eating um, so I tried to channel my frustration into a little home workout so what I did was I figured I could do like four different exercises and make a little circuit. So I did um, 15 arm curls with a 15 pound dumbbell. And then I would do 15 calf raises. And then I would do 15 squats. And then 15 shoulder presses with 15 pound dumbbells. And I did... Uh, three sets of 15 and then the last set um, I did 20 calf raises and 20 squats and then 10 curls and 10 shoulder presses I was pretty good it was a nice little workout I definitely felt it instantly instantly and then tonight uh, I did um, same circuit different order but it 
is 20, 20, 20. So three sets of 20. 10, 20 calf raises, 20 curls, 20 squats at a time, and then 20 shoulder press. I actually felt pretty good. It worked up a nice little sweat. I mean, you know, it's one exercise right after another. So it's, you know, like I said, it's a circuit. And um, there was like a 20 second, 30 second rest sometimes in between. Usually between the arm exercises, because good grief, man, 20 arm curls, it's a lot, especially when you're doing push-ups during the day. So I'm hoping my arms can get uh, toned pretty quickly if I keep this up. If I do this every other day, I should be pretty good if I can muster up the energy to bundle up to go to the gym. But uh, so, so far, so good. One of the things uh, I wanted to talk about tonight, um, I have a medical clearance appointment in the morning on Friday, which is for the issue that I spoke about a couple episodes ago. Um, I have a surgery, um, outpatient surgery with my GYN doctor on December 1st, so I have to have medical clearance and testing tomorrow with my primary doctor. So they got to do uh, an EKG, which is fun. And I believe they're doing blood work as well. Um, I'm nervous. I'm actually quite nervous. I'm, I'm trying not to freak out. But uh, I believe I am freaking out because... I know I haven't done what I'm supposed to these past few months uh, after my surgery. Um, if you're new to the podcast or you haven't gone back and listened to all 22 episodes, um, I had hernia surgery on July 23rd, uh, which hurt like hell. Or the, the surgery didn't hurt because I didn't feel a thing. but. Uh, the post-surgery and the incisions and good grief it hurt. Um, having the tummy size that I have didn't help because gravity was really not on my side. But, yeah. So the beginning of this journey, uh, I decided on September 1st, uh, which is also my brother's birthday, to stop taking my medications, my blood pressure in, um... Uh, my lisinopril, which is for my blood pressure, and the metformin for my diabetes, my high blood sugar. It sounded like a really good idea at the time, and I felt, like, really empowered. And I was going to, you know, change my life and exercise and do all these things as detailed in this journey so far. And I've fallen off the wagon a bunch of times. I'd have a good few days, and then I didn't. And then I'd have a good few days, and then I didn't. And then I'd have a few good days, and then you get the point. So, you know, starting this on September 1st and November 14th, looking back, I probably should be down like 30 pounds right now if I just exercised and ate better. But I haven't, and it sucks. But, um... My doctor doesn't know I stopped taking my medications for those 
month and a half, two, two months, for two months, or two months and some change, because I don't think I took it immediately after my surgery, because I just was focused on getting the pain to stop, but uh, when I, I want to say November, November 2nd, I refilled my medications, because I, it dawned on me that, hey, you might want to start taking those again to make sure you pass, so you have the surgery that you're uh, signed up and scheduled for. So I've been taking uh, both my metformin and my lisinopril every day for the past two weeks. I hope they've kicked in and they worked. I know the metformin is working because I, I loathe taking it one because it's a thick pill and I don't like swallowing pills. And second is because it gives it makes me like dizzy and uh, lightheaded and inability to focus like my eyes not my mental capacity but my eyes don't seem to focus on certain things throughout the day after I take it I don't like it I don't like it at all but uh, I'm hoping that I guess it's my Hail Mary of the past two weeks of taking the medication and a little bit of exercise I've done uh, that it'll actually help my case tomorrow. Uh, I know they got to do blood work and I know they'll test my A1C. So my A1C, when they diagnose me as high blood pressure, or huh, when they diagnose me, diagnosed me with high blood sugar, my A1C was 8 and that was April 20th, 20 something, somewhere around there, mid-April. And then when I had blood work done at the end of May, just before Memorial Day, uh, I got my A1C down to 7. So down one point in a month is pretty darn good, considering. So I'm not sure what it might be. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm afraid or I'm fearful of having to be lectured uh, tomorrow. My primary doctor is actually cool. I like him. Um, he's younger. Um, he's kind of cute. Like, I'm not trying to flirt. I'm just saying. He's not a bad looking guy. But in a cute way. Not like in a, you know, get dressed up for the doctor kind of way. But just... He's cute, but he's got two little kids, and I had no idea. Oh, that kind of hurt my soul. But anywho, um, I know I know what he's gonna say, and he's gonna say it nicely because I, I think he likes me. Not like that, but I I think he gets my you know viewpoint. But I just feel like I let him down, and that's you know that's the. That's the one thing you don't want to do. I I can take people being mad at me. I can't take people being disappointed in me. So I know I know I should have done better in these past few months that I have. And that's on me. And I'm trying not to beat myself up about it. But if I go in there tomorrow, or I guess my fear is, is that if I go in there tomorrow 
and my A1C is not, you know, at least six. Six, I would take six, because six means I'm within range. So my goal is six. I'm hoping for six. I don't deserve six, but um, I'm hoping for six. But I just don't, you know, I just don't. I could do better. And I really don't want to screw this up and miss out on my surgery. Um, even though I don't really want it, but I know it's going to help. Um, I know I've talked about this before, but I just, I, I really, consistency and discipline have never been my strong suit. Like, never. When it comes to weight loss and food. At work, I can do it. Like, I don't I don't know why how I am at work doesn't translate into the other aspects of my life. Maybe because I don't... I don't have anyone else to let down when it comes to my own personal life. Like, I already know I'm a disappointment to my mom. So there's no further disappointment I could add to it. Um, yeah, you know, I already know that, you know, what's the, the line from, uh, um, Outcast? I don't recall ever graduating at all. Sometimes I feel like I'm a disappointment to y'all from get out, get up, get something. Yeah. I say that line a lot. Cause I just know, I know I'm a disappointment and I just, oh, I just feel like I'm letting myself down and I'm letting, I'm letting my doc down and I know there's no magic pill for weight loss, but I, I wish there was, I, I really wish there was and it's frustrating. Even though, you know, lifting these weights and that feels good and, you know, doing these squats, the fact that I can actually do squats after my hernia surgery and it doesn't kill my tummy is progress. And that, you know, a perfect world, I would accept that progress, but I can't. Because I, I know I should be further along. And when you start to see people around you make the necessary changes and do the necessary things to actually like lose weight and you're sitting there wearing a coat that's so snug that you can't even like twist and turn in it and you're seeing people come into work you know like damn she's getting smaller and like it's not I'm, you know, I'm no hater but it's just it's a poor reflection on me it's not any hate towards them because I know they're doing the work and I'm not and I that frustrates me and I see my friends working out and doing better and I'm like good for you damn it why can't I do that and another friend had like dental surgery on some you know wired shut mouth Kanye West stuff and my man's lost like 20 pounds, mostly because he can only eat like really soft foods, but still, <laughs> I'm like, come on, dog. 
So this week has been really just trying to not get down on myself, but really kind of, I guess, see the fact that I've not been doing what I should, I guess. I don't know. But I guess it's all going to come to a head tomorrow. And I'm going to have to reckon with the fact that I've not done the work all these months. It's just, oof, man. I know I could do better. And I'm doing better. That's the, you know, that's the improvement part of it. Like, you know, doing the push-ups at work and the the squats and the push or the squats and the the curls and stuff that I did today over the last couple days that's an improvement I feel an improvement I feel my arms but it's just not happening fast enough which is on me and that's been the theme or that's been the underlying theme of this whole journey like I said earlier, you know, I do well for a few days and then I fall off. I do well, I fall off, do well, fall off. I wish I posted on Facebook one day. I was like, I wish I could just go to bed and wake up, be 165 pounds. And, you know, on some freaky Friday kind of, you know, weird science kind of movie thing where you know you make a wish and you go to bed and you wake up big like Tom Hanks I know my life would sure be different I would be different oh there's so much that goes into being this size we'll talk about it in just one second So, um, on Twitter, I posted, uh, being fat is not a moral failure. And I also posted, I'm frustrated with people not seeing my worth because I'm fat. That's a paraphrase. I think I phrased that a little differently, but you get the gist. It hasn't gone viral or anything like that. I think I had like five likes. But the point is, like, being chubby, yes, it shows something, but it's not all of me. And I think in certain instances, people make it all of me. And maybe sometimes I do too. But, like, I'm smart. I don't, like, I don't mean that, you know, to, to brag. It's not like I got, like, a perfect score in the SATs or anything like that. Far from it. I don't test well. But, like, I mean, I'm confident enough to say, like, I'm a smart person. I have emotional intelligence. Uh, I can read the room. I'm pretty self-aware. I can put into words on how I'm feeling most times, except when I get in front of this microphone for a podcast and then I forget everything but 
like, you know, there's qualities to me that have nothing to do with physical attributes as far as looks are concerned. But I swear the world only sees one thing. And then all the other things that I have going for me pale in comparison. And it's frustrating. And just like with racism or sexism or, you know, any of the phobias, they're little microaggressions. There's little things that people say or do when it when it comes to my size that I'm like, um, okay. I feel like there's a lack of respect there. It's just, it's just frustrating. And if you've ever, you know, if you've been on Twitter or Reddit or uh, Tumblr and you know, you've seen someone do a thread about you know, fat acceptance or bod- body positivity, and you can see where people are just, like, they just throw it under the bus and it's always just like, oh, why don't you just, you know, move away from the table and work out? And yeah, that seems like the logical thing. Sure, I appreciate that. Thanks. I never thought of that. It's just, it just, it takes a toll on you after a while, especially when you're trying to change. But, you know, you can't see it. You know, progress is a slow process. And with fat loss or weight loss, you know, it's hard to see sometimes. Or just not even the loss part, just the work part. You know, if you don't... When it's something like, uh, you know, somebody's pregnant and you see them one month, you see them the next month, of course their body's changed significantly. They're growing a person. But with weight loss, if you're... You know, sometimes you lose five pounds, you you can't see it. Other people can't see it. And it's not until you've lost, you know, 10, 15 pounds, and they go, girl, are you losing weight? And you're like, yeah, actually, I am. Now, I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm just saying. But it just seems like the world is a different world. Um, it's different when you're walking through the world chubby. Because, you know, people don't see the humanity in you. They see, you know, everything that you do or can't do as some type of failure on your part. And I'm like, dude, if I was an alcoholic trying to change my life around, like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have the same vitriol. You wouldn't have the same hatred. But, you know, a chubby person says no to a piece of cake. And you would think you'd be like, oh, you're doing good. But it's just like a, really, you're really turning on cake? Okay. Like, damn, I mean, I know I'm chubby, but can a can sister change? It's like, oh. It's just, oof, it's just frustrating. That's. That's this week's grind my gears. It grinds my gears that people don't see me for the person that I am. And it's just the weight. The weight literally hides everything that I am to certain people. 
and I felt like I felt like crap was it yesterday day before the days run together I'm sorry and I, and I went downstairs and I asked my mom for a hug and I was like you know I'm not really you know I just felt really down I mean it might have been Monday I just you know I was talking to a friend like the friend with the dental surgery I'm like, oh, you know, I'm happy. Losing weight, good for you. I'm like, dude, why am I not there yet? And, you know, you hear certain things or you hear certain things that are deliberately omitted. And it's just like, did they mean to not say that or did they mean to say that and you know maybe it's not malicious you know it's little things but it just put me down in the dumps and I went to you know try to get some sympathy and some some support from my mom and she tried she really did she tried she tried to cheer me up with advice and I went you know I sat and I listened but I didn't I didn't want advice I just want someone to tell me it's going to be okay and you're great the way you are you know you know you need to change some things for health reasons but you know just some support encouragement I'm not sure why when when we feel down some people just feel the need to tell you what to do like, I'm not lost. I don't, you know how many books I have or magazines I've read about weight loss? And it's not a shortage of not knowing what to do or information. It's just, you know, support. You know, a good quality bra. You know, with the thicker straps and it covers more of the back fat. And like, I'm just looking for support, not necessarily a how to or what I should be grateful for or you know at least I have life to live and a body and all my limbs it's not what I was going for at the time but you know it's hard out here for a pimp it's hard out here for a chubby pimp let me tell you and being a woman and being a black woman and being overweight significantly stacked against me heavily no pun intended I just wish that people could see me and I don't have to be like the, the big mammy type that's gotta like nurture and make you laugh albeit I am funny I don't always show it on here, but I, I am. Like, I, you know, I'm a delicate flower, damn it. I want to be treated as such. But because I'm chubby and self-sufficient and, you know, I've done so much and lived alone for so long, I'm fairly independent that most people don't even attempt or try to be supportive or helpful in a take care of you kind of way 
And it's frustrating. Like, they don't see the delicate flower. They don't see the person who, you know, needs help or support, not advice. Frustrating. It grinds my gears heavily. Well, another thing I wanted to talk about this week. So we got like 46 days in the year left, I believe. Give or take. I want to say it's like 46, 47, somewhere around there. So my goals uh, to start this process was to lose 30 pounds before the end of the year. Now, unless I develop a pretty heavy cocaine or crystal meth habit, 30 pounds is probably not likely. Albeit, uh, one of my friends, uh, Ailika, was like, yo, I lost 30 pounds on keto. And I was like, oof. Or 30 pounds in 30 days on keto. I don't know if I can do keto. Like, I keep seeing the success, and I'm like, ugh. Because when I did see the nutritionist she was like yeah I don't know about keto for you and I was like but you know I have friends that lost all this weight and she's like mm, I don't know that you may mm, not yet you're new to this and I was like but aren't carbs like the main culprit of diabetes like it's not just sugar like sugar sugar it's not just me drinking Kool-Aid with a cup of sugar it's, you know, it's carbs and such. But, yeah, she shot down keto. So, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But, trying to come to grips with maybe not being, hitting the goals that I set out for myself. Like I said, it's possible. You know, I could keep training and actually go to the gym before work or after work like I said I would that I haven't been doing it's been cold and I've been tired and these medications keep messing with me but I just really I just really 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 don't want to slide into 2020 at 300 some odd pounds like I just like my whole spirit will be crushed if I got on that scale like Christmas morning and it says you know 315 or something I'd be crushed and I know it's up to me to make that happen and you know maybe maybe I need to give keto a shot or um, I haven't weighed myself a couple days, week. Uh, like I said, a couple weeks ago, a friend of mine, Otis, told me not to weigh myself until the, till the race, till the five k on Thanksgiving. So I'm trying to hold steady, without doing that. It's hard because, like I said, the scale is right next to my bed. But yeah, I really, I really want to lose this weight. And as I was telling a coworker today, um, who suggested uh, 
gastric bypass surgery. I think she has a sleeve. I can't remember, but I know um, she and her husband had gastric bypass, and they both lost, you know, a good amount of weight. I think her husband lost like a buck twenty, um, which is fantastic. I mean, a buck twenty. Oof, oof, your girl. I lost a buck twenty. Man, oof. Like, you could just really just cue up the Kanye. It's like, can't nobody tell me nothing. Yeah. If I lost 120 pounds, it'd be... It'd be a lot. I'd be... I don't think I'd be insufferable, but... I definitely would be... Very confident. But, like, I was telling her at work today, and she suggested that, and I was like... One of my main... Um... One of my main concerns besides, you know, dying from surgery is I'm not fat because I just really love food. You know, this isn't like a Oprah, I love bread kind of moment. This is like I told my coworker, I said, I go to bed with certain demons and I need to get those demons out of my life. And I don't think surgery is going to help that. This is a mental issue. This isn't just a physical issue. The physical part is obviously a part of it. But mentally, I don't pick certain foods because, you know, I smelled it and I craved it. I pick foods that emotionally serve a purpose some of it is laziness too uh or maybe well ease i guess you should say but i have to conquer the reasons why i fall off the wagon more so than i need someone to cut open my tummy Like, that's why, I mean, part of it was like, I wish I could take a magic pill because, you know, the pill would do the, the hard work or the the physical work and I could work on the mental part. But it's not easy, dog. Like, but that's why I'm like, I don't want to just, and I'm, you know, I know weight loss surgery is not easy. I know it's a process and it's a process I don't want to do because I know mentally I don't have the the discipline yet. I don't have the consistency because of the the I'm gonna call them demons because of the demons that you know lead me astray. Like I don't have you know there's food at the office daily. I can say no to it all. Donuts, chocolate ice cream that's not that doesn't tickle my fancy do I like those things sure but I don't have a weakness for those things wings fries a burger pizza comfort food comfort meals not comfort food comfort meals that's my thing but it's not even like a a food thing it's an emotional thing Like, 
haven't had wings in a while. I haven't cooked wings. If you've listened to the earlier episodes and every Saturday I was making wings for football, I have not done that since October no, or uh, September maybe. The last, maybe the last weekend in September. It's been a while. It's been a good while. So, like, I'm making progress, dog. Like, I was making wings every Saturday and Sunday. One or the other. I haven't done that. So, like, I'm working on it. But, you know, it's just a a struggle. You know, and if I could poof and have the emotional eating vanish... That'd be great. And that's why I'm hoping, you know, the more I exercise, the more I lift weights, the, you know, I think that's, uh, and, and I'm rambling. I'm sorry, but I just, this podcast is more therapy than it is, you know, a focus. It's a way for me to get stuff off my spirit, usually before bed. So bear with me, please. Oh, I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? Oh, working out. So, I hate cardio. I'm fat and I'm asthmatic. I hate cardio. And I sweat easily. So, uh, I don't like doing cardio. I mean, walking seems easy enough. But, you know, the row and all this other stuff, it's not my cup of tea. I know I have to do it, but it's not my favorite thing. Now, you give me some weights to lift. You give me a lat pull down, some curls, some shoulder presses, or even leg press. Calf presses, calf raises, bench press, rows. You give me weights to lift, and I will do those because it's a instant gratification, maybe, is what I'm looking for. Because you feel it. Like you you feel it. You do your reps. You do your reps to failure. You feel it. Your arms get sore. Your legs get sore. You know. It's a. You know it's working. And you know if you do that consistently. You know. You're okay. Cardio. I guess technically has the same. Or is the same idea. But it just doesn't feel the same. If I can lift weights and feel, you know, when I go reach to bend to get something and I feel the soreness, I'm like, yes, that's working. Okay. And it makes me want to do it again. That's why I like my little push-up challenge at work because I do the push-ups and I feel it instantly. And I'm like, ooh, okay. And then, you know, throughout the day, I just, I keep searching for that feeling. I think uh, the bodybuilder guys call it the pump. But it's a little different with cardio. I don't like being uncomfortable. Not in that way. I say all that to say. It's just it's just a long road. And I feel like I'm going to have to reckon with the fact, yet again, that I haven't done enough or I haven't done as much as I could have 
and it just feels like every week, every day is like a start over. Like I just want consistency where I just, I put on a pair of pants and they don't fit in a good way, not in the uh, I've gained weight way or the coat that I wore last week before I got bone chillingly cold, you know. Will will there will there be some give? Is there will it be a little less snug? I don't know. I would like it to be, but I'm not there yet. And I just I I have to allow myself to get there, but it's so hard, dog. It's so so hard. And like I said, I don't wanna. I'm not a hater. You know, I'm. I'm not necessarily jealous of my friends that have done the work. I just wish it was me. Like I would like to come down the stairs in the morning, and my mom go, "Oh, you lost weight," and it actually be true. Not because I'm wearing a pair of pants that look a little slimmer than normal. Or, you know. I, like I said before, I want my clothes to feel a little looser in a good way. And have my tummy not hang out of my shirt at the bottom. Or wear clothes that, you know, fit properly. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm rambling. Like I said, I this appointment tomorrow and Monday has me perplexed and fearful that I've screwed up and I'm going to be told about it on record tomorrow and Monday because I really need this procedure done I really need the surgery done because of the issues that have arisen um, they are causing pain and bleeding and I can't have that I really want to knock these last 30 pounds. Or this first 30, I'm sorry. I really want to knock this first 30 down. I haven't weighed myself, so maybe it's 20 pounds I need to lose by the end of the year. I just want to get out the 300s. And I found this dope, I found this dope onesie set. So I don't know if I said this on the podcast. I probably have. But one of my wishes, goals, hopes, dreams... I want to have, and this isn't a one-time thing, but I want to have a chill day, preferably with a guy, somebody special, and we wear matching onesies out this mug, and we chill, and we watch cheesy Hallmark movies, and you know, hang out and do some things. Like, I want that moment. I want that chill moment. And I was... I said that on Facebook. I posted that on Facebook. And, um... I was looking at onesies on Amazon. And, you know, it's hard to find my size. Especially in women's. So I gotta look at men's. And then it's hard to find my size in men's. And then, uh, I don't know if my phone, Facebook, or whoever was listening to my... My wishes... 
but then Target popped up, a Target ad popped up on Instagram for matching PJs. And I was like, oh, that's adorable, but they probably don't make my size. And then I clicked one of the buttons, and the next thing you know, it said plus sizes. And I said, uh-oh, do they make plus size onesies at Target? And I clicked on that mug, and there was a, like a, the red and black with the lumberjack with the hat to match look. It was a onesie with the red and black lumberjack look with a hoodie on that mug. And I was like, I'm getting it. I looked at the price and it said $19.99. Dog. I want it. I didn't buy it yet, but I want it. But, you know, pessimistic, sad sap me was like, Dog, if you buy it, ain't nobody gonna like chill with you so you can wear it and you gonna look like a hippo in it with your gut sticking out in the front and you ain't got no tush in the back and and I was like, ugh, damn you brain. But I'ma get it. I don't know who I'ma hang out with, but I'ma get it. And if it's in a three X or probably four X, three X. I don't know, 4X would be looser, but 3X would fit. I have to think about that. Oh, boy. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get that outfit. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, in the next few weeks or so, maybe I can meet somebody or hang out with somebody that wants to wear matching onesies with me. It's on, the, it's on the goals list, maybe. Or maybe, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be for Christmas. That's why I didn't get the Christmas one. That's why I don't want the Christmas theme one. I just want onesies, period. So the red and black lumberjack with a hoodie. It had a hoodie. Like, who doesn't want a hoodie? That was like prime cuddle wear. And it didn't have the feet. It wasn't like a onesie with feet. Because I, I get claustrophobic with those. I hated those as a kid. Hated those. Always wanted to put my feet out of them. So they don't come with feet. So it's perfect. I can wear socks and I can kick the mugs off. I have lofty goals. They're simple. They're very simple. But they're goals nonetheless. I just don't want to be fat, man. I don't want to be fat. I want to be loved. And I don't want my body in its current form anymore. And I don't want my body to hinder me from things. Personal or professionally. And I I know it affects my personal life because I don't have one. And I think it hurts me professionally because... I don't think people think big people are productive or hardworking. I don't know. It's a perception. I feel encouraged a little bit about the exercising. The little stuff I do in my room. If I can keep that up, I'll feel a lot better. I need y'all to pray for me. You know, last 
next week's episodes about Jesus making a way, and I still believe that he will. I mean, obviously, he put it on my heart to do these exercises, you know. I haven't, I haven't eaten anything crappy this week. I've been making my chicken salad for lunch, dry chicken salad that I didn't put enough mayo in, and it hurt my soul to eat that dry chicken salad for lunch, but I ate it. I ate it all four days this week, and I made my smoothies, and I've been drinking my water, and eating my sugarless pretzels, or sugarless, salt-free pretzels, and sugar-free jello as my snack, and drinking my water, I don't think I've had a soda, like, I'm trying, dog, I just need this weight to come off to just, to show me that the, the work I'm putting in is paying off. I think that's, it took 50 minutes to figure that out. But I just need the weight to come off to show me that what I'm doing is working. Because I don't feel like it is. Not the way I hope. You know, like I had one friend that just gave up soda. Stop stop drinking soda and stop eating like cakes and snacks. That's it. No other changes. 15 pounds and I was like bruh come on like so I just I just want I want my body to reflect the work that I'm putting in and I need to see that quickly that's it but I'm gonna keep working I'm gonna keep focused Cause I got a onesie to fit into and maybe somebody to cuddle with. As always, we finish the episode out with some quotes to encourage, to motivate, and to reflect on. So we have a couple to make. The first one God is saying to you today, I know you are secretly living in pain. You cry yourself to sleep every night, not wanting to bother anyone. You don't know what else to do. I know what is going on. I care and I see all things. I am already working on your behalf. Don't worry. I have you in the palm of my hand. You will come out of this better, brighter, and stronger than Never stop believing it can happen. Keep working. Never let anyone tell you you are not special. Don't let doubt kill your dreams. Keep going. Another great quote. Very, very great great quote. Oops. And the next quote. Allow yourself to feel the change happening. Don't try to run from the inevitable. Prepare yourself. Walk out of it a stronger person. These are all saved to my Pinterest page, by the way. 
last but not least, this is for me personally that I need to get and accept. The day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. I need that tattooed on my arm. Remember to drink your water, call your family and friends, tell them you love them. Keep putting in the work in. You have to trust the process. Progress is a slow process, is what somebody once said. Be kind to yourself, treat yourself with love.